Then at the last part of the race, I knew that I was in second place of my age group of that moment. So I was just like, okay, I like this. Like, I, I want to be improving in this, like, as much as I can. So that's, I feel like that moment is like when, when triathlon got me, like, at all. Like, at that moment, triathlon says, like, you, you belong here, like, come here. That was Rodrigo Romero Garcia de la Cadena otherwise known as Troy, and this is the Yogi Triathlete Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 63 of the YTP. I'm Jess, I am your host, and I am super fired up to share our guest with you today. Troy is a genuinely awesome kind of dude. He's so clearly found his path, and he is barreling down it towards great success in the sport of triathlon. Sure, Troy is fast, that's a fact, But even more so, he is committed to the bone, and he is living exactly what this show is all about, purpose. Yes, you have heard, we all have unique purpose on this earth. And the YTP is the place where every week we bring to you the stories of people looking, finding, and living their purpose. People who are rising up from doubt, taking risks to follow the undeniable signs of life and living bravely against the grain. Yogi Triathlete, the mothership of this pod, is the holistic performance coaching company founded and run by myself and my husband, co-host, and YT's head coach, BJ. We offer triathlon and run coaching, mindfulness and meditation, virtual and in-person yoga for athletes, plant-based nutrition counseling, and coaching on demand. Essentially, it's the one-stop shop for anyone looking to tap into their inner badass and rock their life and sport. Holistic performance is changing the face of athleticism. We are on the front lines of this movement, and we believe that it all lends to our greater mission to create a better world. Today, we welcome and share the ever-so-inspiring Troy, a guy who is showing up every day to follow his dreams and working his butt off under the esteemed guidance of podcast guest 39, Siri Lindley. We love Siri, and we thank her for connecting us with Troy. Thank you, Siri. We reached out to her prior to our trip to Boulder, Colorado, knowing that she would have someone amazing up her sleeve, and in all that is Siri fashion, she did not disappoint. If you haven't listened to our convo with Siri from last October, go back and have a listen. It's one of our most popular episodes about triathlon and so much more. Just like today's interview, yeah, it's about triathlon, but the sport is just the frosting on Troy's cake of courageous living. It's a conversation about the miraculous ways that the universe will pull together support for one person who is finding their way. It's about moving forward when the chatter all around is negative and doubting. And it's also about what it means when the coach says we're swimming at 8 a.m., a lesson Troy learned on his first training day in Boulder. At the age of 21, Troy completed his first triathlon after being introduced to the sport by his cousin who was training for Ironman and he happened to share a video with Troy. At the time, Troy was in Canada learning English. Interesting, I agree. And he had never heard of an Ironman, nor did he even know what a triathlon was or meant or anything. But as Ironman marketing tends to do, Troy was sucked in at the first cue of music, and his heart was in full pursuit to become an Ironman, a title that he still didn't fully comprehend, but regardless, he started announcing it to his family and his friends right away. The first step was to finish his studies in Canada, and then he could return to Mexico to become a triathlete. 
From that first sprint experience, his journey takes him directly to 70.3 distance and then the full Ironman where he, well, I'm just going to let you listen in for yourself because this conversation is way too much fun to hold it back for too much longer. The fact is, the simple summation of what this conversation encapsulates is that right now, in this moment, in this time-space reality, Troy is living his purpose. And it's not always easy, and it's often very difficult, and many people don't understand what he's doing, and they're waiting for him to grow up and get a real job, and so on and so on. And in the midst of all this noise, Troy remains fluid. And you will hear this in our chat. And it's what I believe will eventually make him the champion that he so deeply knows that he will become. So without another moment of wait, I give to you a guy who we are so grateful to be connected with, a man with enthusiasm for life that is grounded, refreshing, and contagious, the one, the only, man of many names, Troy RGC. We all at this table trust Siri so much. You know, we reached out to her and said, hey, do you know anyone you think, you know, we should interview while we're there and she immediately got back to BJ and directed us to you and we hadn't connected before and after just hearing the little bit about your story before we turned the mics on it's like absolutely <laughs> we need to share you this is a conversation that needs to be yeah out there thank, you, sure. thank you yeah. thank you're you taking so some risks aren't yeah you? yeah well uh, like I think like really much is that about life like um it's every day's risk. Like you, you just decide to go outside for a ride. You just decide outside for a run. You can be like taking risk every time for being hitted by a car or mm-hmm. whatever. Like if we think on a wrong way, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been like uh, training with you for two years now. Well, it's been like one year and some months, like six, four months around that i'm gonna move the mic just so it's a little bit more and i know we're kind of at an angle with you so you can Is that? yeah Is that, that should okay. be perfect yeah so i've been training with her like one month one year and a half approximately like um it was really hard to get like in the team for me because it's like backgrounds i don't have like any sport history like i never did any sports when i was a kid like i was doing like mountain bike with my father and my brother like when i was like eight years old but um that was all but just like familiar stuff like going out for a ride um not really much like competitive stuff so i don't have like really sports backgrounds how old are you now 25 and when did you get into the sport i started on 21 (laughs) <laughs> with no previous sports background. Yeah, not That's at all. Awesome. Like not swimming. No. <laughs> so it was like pretty much like we said, it was a risk like at all. Like I didn't know what I was getting into. So I was living in Canada because I went for stu- uh, to study English. So when I was there, I was talking with one of my cousins and my cousin says to me like, I'm doing triathlon. And I was just like, oh, well, what, what is that? Like I didn't even have like any clue what it was that. So... And he sent me a link of video of Iron Man. So I was like at the start, like you, we know, we all we all know that Iron Man marketing is amazing. So <laughs> the music, yeah, cue the music. It was just like cue, uh, cue this, the- like thriller, <laughs> like thriller entrance, and I was just like, oh my gosh, what is that? Like really intense. So I was just like, oh okay, that looks pretty cool. So then I was like, 
this is in my mind since I saw that video. You should saw it before, but it's like uh, there's two kind of people who says I can and who says I can't. So I was just like, oh, that's like I'm getting into like really slowly, but I I really love it. So um, I asked him like, what is that like at all? Like I want to know everything. So at the moment when I saw that video, I said like, okay, I want to do that. Like, like at some day. So you'd never even done an iron uh, triathlon. triathlon. No, you didn't even know what it was. No, and then you're like, I'm gonna do an iron. Yeah. So I yeah. was living with that lady. You're like, that's me. I'm the yeah. I can person. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, Iron Man. Yeah. You like, found me. Where's yeah. my Where's my checkbook? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I have to write it down, like to be sure that I I remember this. So well, the thing is, like then um, I was living with a family. He was like full sport life in there like uh, in Canada yeah where uh, in Canada were you Calgary okay in Alberta and you went to Alberta yeah to study English yeah yeah um it was like the same story that I was because we you. all know that Americans do not know how to speak English, <laughs> so it's probably a good idea to go to another I, country I, the thing is I went there because I, I had a friends there so I was just like yeah. she was just like come here I have this cool where you can get like so I went there um, I got like luckily I got with this family and this family was like completely sport family like the daughter is like track runner and she's living now in I think in Arizona like full scholarship for running track um, uh, the guy the other guys were like playing football American football like full scholarship also here in the state so it's like she was like personal trainer uh, her husband also was a personal trainer so that's how I started like without knowing getting myself in, myself involved in like the sports like living like at all so I started like eating clean running like everyone day every once a day and everything so then I came to to see Belinda and I said to her like I want to do an Ironman she was just like what you're crazy like yeah someday <laughs> like okay yeah, i believe that yeah someday so i was just like I, at that moment i didn't know like what was it at all so i came back to mexico and then i started like uh some other of my cousins starts training triathlon also so, and what's the so he's the one that said um i'm doing this triathlon and you were like what and then between then and 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 when you go back to Mexico, you've already decided you're doing an Ironman. And so he's, what distance of triathlon is he training for? Is he doing a big one or? He was training for an Ironman. Oh, he was, he was training doing for an Ironman. A, he was doing Nice okay. in, oh, okay. in France. Yeah. Uh, so like two weeks after when he told me that. Okay. So I came back to Mexico and I, then that's funny because I never did like a short distance race. Like I did like a, maybe a sprint. And then I did a half and then I jumped to the Ironman. So I never did uh, an Olympic distance before. So until well, tomorrow, until tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow's which, not your, which makes me like so nervous. Like is that, is tomorrow <laughs> your first Olympic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh that's so awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure you've ridden the course. Yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah I, I know the course. Moment. I've been swimming there. <laughs> I know the area, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like nervous. But. Cause you know, it's just going to hurt. It's yeah. going to be sh quick. Yeah. And painful. Yeah. You know, like uh, we know, like she and I, we know, and also my older coach, we we it's not that hard to figure out like I'm not a fast guy like I'm not uh like I don't sprint too fast or but I'm a really good endurance athlete mm -hmm. so that's that's why I know it's gonna hurt like really bad so yeah. 
Well, the thing is, like, I started, like, getting into triathlon with my other cousin who has, like, this team. Well, he was training with that team who where I joined it. And there was my first and only team before getting into Team Series. It's Kaiman from Puebla. So we were training there, my brother and I. And we get like really involved with the with the training. Like uh, training partners in there are like pretty much awesome. We were trained. They are like training. When we start, they were training already like three years ago or four years ago. So we get like we were the new guys, so learning everything. Um, so it was you were like, brandy new. How, yeah. How was that joining a team? That was already established. You know, they hadn't been yeah. around too long, but a couple of years under their belt and yeah. you're brand new. What was that like? It was like every day was like, I feel like it's like everything. Um, it's still being the same in here. Uh, like it was an everyday challenging, like, cause like showing to the pool, like not even have every, like a really good background swimming. So then I was just like trying to get in fits like as much as I can, surviving or whatever. So it's it, I feel like it's the same here. Like at this point is like when with Siri, uh, of course, in another whole new level, another level at all and, and uh, in all the sense. But it's like you never know what is the challenge for the next day, you know. So it was the same thing. So I was just like, OK, today we will we will be riding like 60K. So I was just like, oh, K is just like my house to some places that I know, you know, it's just like, oh, it's too far. That. <laughs> so I remember the first time that I wrote my, my first 100K and there was, there was this lady in the team, like she's super strong and she was like, okay, you are today, you are destroyed. You are not Troy. Like, you are. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, that's me. Thank you. So. What is it that, what do you think it is in the mind, your mind that, so when Siri gives you the 60 or 60 K workout, hundred K, what is it in your mind that, that you sort of, that gets over the point of thinking, oh boy, like, I don't know if I can do this versus like, I'm strapping up, I'm getting on my bike and I'm going out to do this. Like I said, like the 60 K was like, uh, on the group that I was riding when I started, like when they say like, okay, we will be riding 60 K and it was like super challenging for me. But now like. Uh, like whenever we start tra some sessions, Siri says like, okay, this is the session that we are going to do. And then you, of course, you get like maybe at some point scared of the session, but you know that you like Siri give us like pretty much all the, I, I will say like all the bullets to protect, your, to, to protect yourself, to know like you can like do that like no matter what it is yeah exactly so and um, if you fail this time you will be able to do it like next time so it's just like it's just like that little second that you take a risk again like we like you say like be relentless to say like okay I, i'm gonna do it like it just like she says you just can't control like your effort or your attitude mm -hmm. so you just try to be like the best at the both time and you just go for it but it's it's pretty interesting like every day it's something new something different so do you have your is it a, is the schedule that you get in the moment or is it do you, do you have a week schedule that you know everything that's going to happen or do you, do you just show up at Siri's house and she's like right, um, this is what we're well, doing today we train by training picks okay um so in training picks she loads all this all the week but she doesn't load the, the sessions so you just know like tuesday it's gonna be brick so you just show up, show to the house because you know it's gonna be a, a brick. But you don't know how it's gonna be. Like if it's hard, easy, 
or long or what it's gonna be like. So yeah, it's like, I like it that way. Otherwise I'll be thinking like all week, like, oh my gosh, I have on Sunday, like like long session swimming or something. I think that's what athletes really, I think that's what athletes need is that detachment from seeing the whole week in advance. And I get, you need to know how many, how many hours it is and what the workout is. So you can kind of plan, you know, yeah. plan your life, but you're going to think about it all week about that yeah. long ride you have on Saturday versus why not Friday night or Saturday morning you wake up and this is the ride you need to do. Yeah. And you trust in the coach. Anyways, you are going to do it. And you're going to like, if you're training in the right way, anyways, you have to do it. Like, that's what I say. Like always, um, uh, I was like, there was um, Andres, a uh, teammate from C- Team Sirius, Andres Chirinos from Peru. So we we always get out of the pool on su- Saturdays, on Sundays after our runs or like sessions. And he always like the first thing that he does goes to training peaks and checks what's going on for the next week. And I was just like really like mad at the time because I was just like, man, you just finished swimming and you are just interested in what's coming on for the next week. So give yourself a chance to breathe and tomorrow you will see like what you have, like you anyways, you have to do it. So, yeah, but like some, everybody works different. Mm -hmm. So for some athletes, I think they will be like, they prefer to see like how it's going to be the week or other other ones we we prefer to surprise. (laughs) But that only, having that weekly plan only allows you to fall back into, I'm just going to do this workout enough so that I can save the energy to do that tough workout on Thursday. Yeah. Whereas if you don't know what the workout is, you're giving it your your best, even if the best is an easy recovery session, yeah. you're doing your best to do easy recovery in that day that, because like that's the workout the you Like the best have. easy that you can. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because it's, it's like you're, de- it's, it's this delay in being your best because, oh, I'm going to be my best on that Saturday long ride. Never happens. But you said it Never. when we started this, for this podcast, a couple seconds in, you said everything's a risk. Like you get on your bike and you go out on the road. That's a risk. Like yeah. you get up in the morning, you go down the stairs. That's a risk. Like don't delay your life. Live it right now. And yeah, go hundred exactly. percent, whether that's a hundred percent recovery or a hundred percent like hardcore on the bike, the swim or the run. Um, all right, let's go back to, um, let's go dial it back yeah. to uh, Puebla. So that's where oh, you, yeah. it's Pe- Ple- Puebla. Puebla. Yeah. That's where you grew up. With you. Puebla. Oh, Puebla. Puebla. Oh. Yeah. I got to go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Puebla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. Done. Um, yeah, let's go back there. So you joined this triathlon team. Yeah. Do you have a race in mind? At that moment? Yeah. Like, like oh. do you, had you already done your sprint or were you training for a sprint? No, I was training for like, uh, for the sprint. So and was that a local race? Yeah, it was like, I, I'm from Tehuacan, actually. Tehuacan is from one, one hour from Puebla, which is the capital of the state. So, I, but I was living always in Tehuacan all my life till I went to Canada. Then I come back to Puebla and I started living in Puebla. So there, there's where I was training with my team. And I knew about this little race at my local city, like at Tehuacan. So, and it was like a mountain bike uh, ride, like the, the bicycle, it was a mountain bike course. So I was just like, this is perfect. Like I, I never, I never did like, I never rode a road bike before when I was training. I was just doing like all my sessions on mountain bike, like training in the mountain. 
because I really love mountain biking, like, a lot. So I was, at that moment, it was, like, my only option that I was saying, like, no, I'm not going to be a road bike guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, well, um, then I, I started, uh, I went to the, this, this race, and I, like, I don't know how I survived the swim, because it was in a pool, like, 400 meters, but I was just, like, dying, like, it was awful, like, at all. Like, Why? really bad. Like, Why was it awful? Because I, I was trolling, I was, like, I, I didn't know to stop, if I was, like, like, I need to stop at the middle of the pool, not even getting to the wall. So it was just, like, quite, like, funny and, like, awful at all, so... Then I got into the bike and I was just like, okay, this is my my stuff. So get out, everybody. So I, I'm on, on my wheels. So I start riding and I start feeling like really good. Then in the run, it was perfect. So then at the last part of the race, I knew that I was in second place of my age group of that moment. So I was just like, okay, I like this. Like I, I want to be improving in this like as much as I can. So that's, I feel like that moment is like when, when triathlon, got me like at all like at that moment triathlon says like you you belong here like come here so then um i said to there was like and some 7.3 going close to that race but good and good with good enough time to to train on a good block for for the race so i went to the to the 7.3 like a local race the, but the, the distance of 7.3. How far was that from the sprint? How many weeks? Or I don't really remember. It was like three, three months, two okay. months. It was. I think Pretty it quick. was like really good yeah. timing, because I didn't have like think to time to think about it. You know, because mm -hmm. <laughs> I got myself into it. Like okay, let's go. So I start training. At that moment, I was at the college, well, at the university. So I was studying and working as a photographer and training so i was just pretty much having like that balance at the same time and i was always like i know like at the at this moment i know that at that time i was always using as an excuse uh the timing for training you know like we always do that like or pretty much like whoever doesn't loves that much the sport we always do that, like at some moment, like, oh no, today I, I think I'm not gonna do it. Like, I can't. So I, I had that, those kind of issues going till I decided, like, where I saw that it was like six weeks out or no, it was like four weeks out for the race. So I said, like, okay, I have to train, like, let's get it. So I, I, at that, that, that moment, like the guy who was my coach, Marcos Reyes at that moment, he was like, um, really disciplined with the timing and like like training in the mornings and he was always saying like you have to get it done in the morning because otherwise in the days it gets, gets harder if you think like you can go later for a run or like swimming or whatever like you have to do you have to do it in the morning so I started like getting into the discipline to start waking up early it was really hard because as a photographer I was sleeping till 3 p.m 3 a.m in the morning editing stuff or sending mails or like working so, so you was, had to switch your whole yeah rhythm. it was like that that part is, is still like quite of the hardest part for me like are sleeping. you a night owl like you no no not anymore but i used to like it was really hard to say like okay i'll be in bed in nine at yeah. nine o'clock it's like really. It if you want to be a triathlete? You're in bed by nine. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 I don't have a trouble with that. Like, I think it's way too much now. So, <laughs> how's your swimming coming along at this point? Now you're six weeks out from 
half Ironman and you've, you've been using a bunch of excuses of, no, I don't yeah. have any time. Well, now you really are getting to a point where you don't have a lot of time. Like, how's the swimming progressing? You know, like, I, I really, really, really believe, and I don't want to feel like, um, like a dreamer or sounds like a dreamer, but it's, so, everything happens for a reason, right? So Absolutely. I was training with the team where I can barely stay on their feet of any of them. At, at one gym where I where we were swimming, so then uh, by some reason my brother and I we jumped to another gym, where they they have these swim sessions like really good swim class and sessions. So I start swimming with them and then I start improving. So but my brother went to another gym. That's how I figured out like how was how big was the difference, because then we start swimming together and my brother it wasn't like that. It didn't have like that big improvement that I was doing it at the moment because the class it was really good. So by some reason I start swimming with these these people there. So it helps a lot. Like for my race it was like totally changing. And actually, that was a problem when I started training with Siri. Siri was just like, okay, your swimming has to be like, you need to get into a swim block, like write us up when I, when I signed the contract with Siri. So we were just like, okay, let's get it, like on the swimming going. But it's, it's been like lately for four years swimming better, way better. <laughs> what, does, what does a swim block look like um, for you? When, when I started, we were swimming... Well, I remember perfectly, like, the first call with Siri, um, she says, like, okay, Troy, well, I designed your first, I think it was, like, eight weeks uh, training um, for swim block. Don't worry, you are not going to be out of shape for, for riding or running, but you will be fine. Like, okay, your first day is 5.2Ks. Uh, are, you, are you good with that? Are you fine? And I was just like, yeah, sounds good. Like, it's fine. And she laughed so bad, like, okay, 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 okay. All right, right. Okay, let's say, let's see Tuesday. You have 3.8 or like, I don't remember, like whatever it was. And then in the afternoon you have 4K. And I was just like, okay, yeah, it's fine that. Yeah, yeah. Or do you want me to just be loading for a bit or what do you want? Me? No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Like I was dying on the first session, like. The first 5K. I, I think the longest that I swim before it was like 4K. And, and now you're doing like 4K twice a, a day. <laughs> and then I was swimming. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. One day we were swimming like 6 in the morning and 5 in the afternoon. So it was just like between 6, like 20, 10 and 12K in a day yeah. in the block session. There's a lot of people that swim that in a week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, and now it's that, like when I look back, like whenever yeah. I have to be like looking back at, at my files or something, I was I, I look at them and I'm just like, this it was this was crazy. Like, but it paid big time. Like, now I can just be my be more confident in swimming. It's pretty different. So, Do you think that was the biggest element? Was just your confidence, like you're able to swim the distance, or were you feeling like? You know, I can get my I can get my speed on now. Like I, swimming every day just made me feel so at at peace and at I felt at one with the water. Like it was just. Really I too- I feel like um, the first thing for me, like when I was starting getting into the swim block, it was like we had like a really good uh, changing stuff for my technique swimming. It was like huge improvement in that way. And then with that, it it started becoming all this strength stuff in that. 
and with that strength at uh, the same time the speedy stuff it's it's it was mm-hmm. moving around and with all that together it was like more confident like whenever when i had my first race in mexico when i was training with siri i i always say like i i will like whenever i i was starting racing i was looking for the guys like who i can be in the fits like where I can stay or like, like under the, the start line, you know? So I was just like always behind, like looking for it. Okay, let's stay here. Okay, okay. This look, these guys looks fast. So I'll stay here. So now like when I start, I call Siri and I say like, hey coach, there's uh, two webs, like all the under 27 or under 29, what, what should I do? Like, I think I'm just like in between 30 or 29 between there, like for half. And she said, like, I don't care, go on the 27. So I was just like, okay, I'll do that. No problem. So I jumped in the 27, like in the star line. And I was just like in right in the front, like, I got this, like, I don't care. Like, and it was 26, like the swim for the first swim, like of after. You did the 26. Yeah. But I was just dropping the, so I get out of the water. As Siri said, like, I want you to get out of the water with the first guys and stay as long as with you with they can with they blah 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 so i did that and we were like i was just cruising on their feet like perfectly it was just like the perfect ride but it's just like i think everything comes together on that mm-hmm. part the swim block it was pretty important but you got to put the time in like i think a lot of swimmers want to work on their technique and their and really focus on that when there's times where you really need to do the block and just get you just really need to swim just just swim swim. i don't care what it looks like just swim i I think there's something to be said about building you know building that mental durability through the actual physical work of doing that swim block you went from being that guy like oh well yeah i'll just be right here yeah exactly and so many people who have big goals they kind of just stay right there and it's safe or wait for their time, you know? Right. Or Supposedly. wait for Yeah. Wait for their time. And then all of a sudden, and you just seem like the kind of guy that you're, you're so coachable. Like you just seem like you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Like you have no idea what you're getting yourself into, which is great. Yeah. That's what makes you an amazing athlete. But then you jumped in the front of that 27 group and you were like, I got this. Like, yes, that's a huge, those are two totally different people. These yes. are two different people. Yeah, you know, um, that's something really interesting that it, it's been like, um, I don't tend, tend to overanalyze stuff or to overthink stuff, like not at all. Um, I just let it like being or like flow, like I always say, like if there's some trouble, I say like, well, it's what it is, no problem. So I just turn around and keep going or, or maybe look at it or try to figure it out or just that, but not overthinking. So when I was starting, like, getting myself more into triathlon, like, more competitive way, I, I was just looking at how was, like, uh, how was Troy before triathlon on competitive stuff and how is now, like, um, how, like, how, how are my reactions or, like, you say, like, I just go for it. Like, that, those, like, those are, like, really two different personalities or two different peoples. And I used to joke a, a lot, like, okay, that, like, because, well, my real name is Rodrigo, so I always say, I was joking with, like, some of my friends, that's Troy, no worries, that, this, this is Rodrigo. So I was just, like, joking with that. But after that, I started realizing, like, it's really, like, a huge difference. So I'm now, like, I'm trying to get in, into that, uh, that athlete thinking in all the way for all aspects in my life, so... 
and it works at all. So that's what I, I always say is like, it doesn't matter if it's an Ironman or if it's a 10K run or what is it, but if you are doing it or you are training or you are doing it for the right reasons, there will always be like some other ways to learn from that where you can just put it into your real life in working, your family, relationships, or like whatever you want to think is always a way. So yeah, it's it's interesting how sports can be like that, that they can drive you to the highway on the right things. You're the perfect team serious athlete because I know <laughs> that, that that's so her philosophy. Like, yeah, she wants you to be great in, in sport, but she yeah. wants to be on the earth with a bunch of great humans too. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's definitely in that. And that's kind of how we are too. It's like holistic performance. It's, it's the full spectrum. It's, it's applying your greatness to everything yeah, that absolutely. you do. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a, a true athlete. All right. I'm going to keep back. You guys, I love how you guys are going off on these tangents because they're, everything is so quality, but I'm going to keep bringing us back. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So that we've got a thread of a story in here, but I love, keep doing what you're doing. It's beautiful. Okay. So you're six weeks out, the swim's starting to come along. What is the first half Ironman that you do? Yeah. Well, it was in Veracruz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like three hours from Tehuacan where I was living at that moment. Um, we went there. We I went with a couple of friends. It was my first uh, first point three seven point three. Um, the, for my friends, there were like four, like they were doing more of them. So my brother was like extremely nervous. He was his first one also. Um, we were just like it'll be fine, it'll be fine, no problem. So both of us, like I was telling him that, and he was to me like to survive it's fine like no there's no problem so we were like really nervous we get into the race i had a good swim like i feel good like i didn't i never struggled at all at that moment i think i was just like at that moment i was thinking like i just have to finish like i don't i don't care like how it feels in the bike how it feels like but at that moment i was just thinking like just go to the finish line it doesn't matter what happened so i start swimming I never pushed too hard. Maybe that's why, like, I didn't struggle at all or never told, like, okay, I'm not going to finish this or how it's going to happen. Or then the bike was, like, super hot. I was, like, quite of struggling with the hot in the the bike, but I was good. I remember perfectly because this guy is now one of my friends, close friends, and I passed a guy in the bike and he passed me again then and I passed him, like, three times we were doing that. And he passed me like the last time he said like, Hey guys, you remember that you have to run. <laughs> and I was just like, shut up. Like, like just in the zone, you know, when somebody starts just getting into your zone and I was just like, Shh, out, out, out of here. Like, I don't care. So then I passed him in the last part of the bike again. And then I, he passed me in the run, like so hard, like running super fast. And I was just like, Oh shit. I forgot that I have to run. Like, yeah, like, so you went a little too hard on the yeah, bike, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Well, but like then, we all do. then we finished, and I got. I think I got third on that race. Like um, at that seven point three was my first seven point three, and I got third. And I was just like, I like this. I really like this. So <laughs> then I, I just like I came back home and was talking to my brother, and I say like, I think I'm gonna do like then the next one. It was Cozumel you hear about it and I'm sure yeah, <laughs> like, yeah we we, we've done oh. it yeah. yeah so I was just like I'll go to Cozumel so I, I did Cozumel after that one what uh, year was that uh it was 2012 
2012. And that was your first full Ironman? No, my oh. first, uh, well, from Ironman races, it was my first 7.3. Oh, you did a 70.3 there. Okay, got it. All yeah. right, so you're cruising along, you're liking this. Obviously, you're meant to be a triathlete because you're placing, I <laughs> like, even at that <laughs> On first. your second. Even at that first sprint, yeah. stopping in the middle of the pool, you still managed to get second yeah. in your age group. Um, so you're cruising along, and when does Siri, when does Siri Lindley come into your your landscape yeah Yeah. um well this is um i i was training with my team and with my coach my coach and i at that moment we became like really close like a really big relationship because we were um we were training all the time together um he we were like really similar on the bike um he was always swimming better but i was just trying to stay in there so we were pushing pulling each other we went to worlds. Well, I went to seven point three Cozumel. I didn't, I didn't qualify that time for worlds because I was just like, maybe like twenty seconds from third place in that race. So I think that helps a lot because I was just like, I have to go to the to worlds. Like I don't know what how, but I I will qualify. So then I I did like a couple of races more. I don't really remember where I qualified. I don't remember, but the thing is, like, um, we went, my coach and I, to to Salamsi um, uh, on 2013. It was or oh, 14. 14. 14. Yeah. yeah, we went there. Zalamsi, then we yeah. went to then we went to Maui because I got qualified for Xterra World Champs after that one, and then I got in myself into an Ironman with him. And he says, like, let's do this Ironman. And I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm just 23. I'm just, no, I'm not going to do it. I love how you said that. I got myself into Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was. Because like, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll go. So at the first time I was saying, like, no, I'm not going. Like, no, I'm just, uh, I think, like, I, I'll do my first Ironman at, at my 25. Yeah. Like, for right now, I'm going to stay right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fine. Like, 7.3 is fine. And he was just like, no. I, I'm just like really, I, I really want to see how you improve like going into an Ironman because I feel like you will be good on, on endurance stuff. Like I feel it, like I saw it I, in the trainings, you are better after the three hours ride rather than the two first hours. So let's see what happened. Let's go. And I was just like, okay, let's go. So I signed in and we went to Texas mm. in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there. Uh, I got qualified for Kona in that one. Uh, I won the age group. Uh, so after that, I was training for Kona and we went to Kona. Well, I went to Kona on 2015 for the first time by myself. Like uh, I didn't know what I was doing at all because I was just like super impressed of everything what was going to happen, what, what was going on around me. But it was like super cool. I didn't have like the race that I was planning at all because, you know, the island always is, is hard. Mm-hmm. So I was, then I came back to my city and my coach, it was like a really huge fan for, for, from Siri. Like he, he was following her like so much and he always says things about it. So I start following Siri and then I talked to my coach and I said to him, like, I want to take this to the next level. Like, I really want to get my, like, really get myself like as much as I can, like as long as I can, as far as I can, like, I want to do this. So he said like, yes, let's do it. But after it, like, we, we realized that it wasn't working at all, like good relationship on coaching anymore. 
So I said to her, to him, like, let's do this. Let me take the risk to to find Siri or Brett at that moment. So I sent just those two emails. At and that you're talking moment. about Brett Sutton. Yeah. So I said to to him, like, I'll send an email to Brett, and I'll send an email to Siri. Just to the, those two guys, and if they if they say like, yes, I'll coach you, I'll go for it. And if not, I'll stay here where I'm staying. Like we will keep training like how we've been doing it. So then Siri at the moment she replaced. And I was just like like honestly like freaking out like she replaced like what is next? Like what do I have to do? Like I was just like this is not happening. Like this is not real. Like <laughs> I was just like really nervous about it because the step it was already done, you know? But was was there there's no mistakes. So yeah. there was part of you that knew like this was the next right move. But then when it happened, was there part of you like, like, was there a little like fear? Yeah, of course I was <laughs> scary at the moment. Cause you know, um, like even Siri said to me, like, is, is there when you just really realized, uh, there's a good relationship when people knows what's going around the situation, even without knowing you, you know, like she, she called me like the first time. Uh, well, the first part I, I sent her an email, she replays back and she sent me like a couple of questionnaires, like huge ones. And I was like, what is this? Like <laughs> what? What would be a huge like, one? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I, I never, I don't remember the last time that I read it that much. Like uh, it was just like Oh, questions, like, like long questions. Question, 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 question. <laughs> and just options, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. So I was just like okay 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 and i re i exactly remember the last one it was like if you don't have the 99 the 99.1 commitment to this don't waste your time and don't don't give us don't send this back like if you are sure send it back and just replay and if you are not sure like one million percent don't waste your time because we don't want to waste our time. They want all right. in. Because she's going to give yeah. you a million percent. Exactly. Yeah. So I, when I got to that question, I really, like, literally, it was like 10.30 in the night. So I got out of the computer, take my dog out for a walk. And then I went for a walk, like thinking, 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 thinking. And I say like, okay, I do that. So I came back and I send it back. So then um, I knew that it was like, I was really excited, but really scared at the same time because I didn't know what I was like coming at all. Because um, at that contract, I was saying like, I cannot train with somebody else, which means like I'll be training by myself for an Ironman, which is like all the time, like by yourself training in Mexico, it's like really hard. Like you have to be like somebody with you in the ride or like following you in the car or something else. Why so is it, that? Because like the insecurity, it's pretty hard. And also the drivers are really aggressive. Um, so it's just like quite a risky in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like, I mean, it's not like here in Boulders and we live in Southern California and it's just as ridiculous, big bike lanes. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, along, it's just so like, in road conditions, how are road conditions? Our road conditions are quite fine. Yeah. Um, good. It depends on where you go, but right. it's like really hard. Like so you have like a couple of rides, good rides on a good condition. And right. some, some others, you just have to go like really careful. Right. So I, I started and then uh, Siri called like the first call with Siri. She says like, I really appreciate like how, how brave you are right now. Cause you are just living alone, living 
on a side like everything what you've been doing like so far to get out of there to start like improving where you want to be like or, so I really understand and at that moment that means for me that means like completely everything because I knew that she was pretty much understanding understanding what it was happening in Mexico for me so it was hard because that transition it was especially when you are really close to somebody and you're working with that guy and then people think like I kick him out like okay I'm running out of the here I'm, I'm going to somebody better or, or like you know like that kind of situation it was quite hard to handle it at the beginning because people it was just like running around with so many things so I was just like I'm not gonna hear I'm not gonna so be. people were there was some chatter about yeah. why you left and yeah so how did you navigate that I it was hard at the beginning because I was like, I wasn't that confident if I will make it at the moment. You know, it's hard at the moment. Like, because you go to the first first swim session for 6K or almost five, 6K swimming and you just realize in the 2K of the session, you are just like pretty much done for the day. <laughs> like, not energy, no strength. Like, and then you get out and you start thinking like th things goes around in your mind, you know, like it's hard to handle it. But at the moment, I was just like trying to get like as much as I can into the training like not thinking about it just getting it like done every single here day. when you're you're no, here he, he's in, in mexico in oh, mexico okay. i was in mexico so in you're that and you're doing this all by yourself so he's pulled away from his coach and his group and all of that and and people are talking was there a voice in your head saying who do you think you are like what are you doing yeah absolutely <laughs> all time like all days it and, was like uh but you know, like like I said at that moment, when she says that, like I really understand what's happening. Like she didn't even, uh, it didn't, it wasn't that bad at that moment when I was talking to her. But I feel like she knew what it's gonna happen, like or how or she feel it at that moment. She can see the big picture. Yeah, That's, exactly. I, I love that about her, and and I picked that up in our conversation with her that she's got, she's got this view where she can kind of look down and she can see the whole picture. Yeah, like really, really detail on it. Like so. she doesn't just look at you as like, okay, I'm going to get results out of him. She's looking at you and your situation and now what she's asking of you and you're 99.1% in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when that, you were saying that voice came up a lot, what, what did you, where did you go in your mind or what did you do to get, to, to just move away from that voice? And it's not like to quiet that voice. Cause sometimes when you try and move away from the part of you that's saying, who are you to be doing this, that that voice will get even louder. But how did you navigate that? Like those moments where you just committed to the training and not listen to that voice? Well, at that moment, like I didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, like I thought I knew I, what I was doing because I was saying like, okay, I, I don't care. I'm going to keep going. I keep going. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. But then um, everything comes like easily on their way. And people who start supporting me at that moment, it was like my brother, my girlfriend, um, people like uh, from my city was starting like saying like, hey, no worries. I'll, I'll help you supporting like some economic stuff or so I was just like, things are where when things start coming like in their way like by their way it was just like okay 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 it's not that bad like as you think it could be so like it was I, it was I, it was helping you it was showing you that this is what you're supposed to do yeah and at the moment i wasn't doing it cuz 
I was saying like, hey, look at me, I'm I'm doing it. Like, no, I don't care like what you're saying, or I I will show you that I will do it. Because for me, it it'll be never that the reason, and it's never been that the reason. It'll be just always like proving to myself that I can do it. So I, whenever I was just like really like really scared or something. I was just trying to get into the other way to the thing like, okay, if you get through this, you will step up. So if you get through this, you will step up. So I was just like single steps every day. So I'm trying to keep my mind quiet in that side, like saying like, no, I, I, I'm not going to listen. When people it's important to you, it's it's quite hard to get it on a part, like just start getting. And, and I still learning from that because it's just like, I don't get it like how people can be like pissed of how of somebody who's maybe doing the right stuff on, or successing by themselves. So because and, and sometimes we play around with people who's not like maybe doing their best, but they are showing up so much. So I'm just like I'm still like trying to move on that. But it's like um, it's always a good like a good challenge, you know. <coughs> How long were you in Mexico training with Siri before you decided to come here? I started, learn, I started training with Siri on December, uh, December, December 13th, I think so. And then I came here till June, June 8th. 2016? Yeah. So last year? Yeah, last year. Cool. So how is that? So you come to Boulder? Like, like well, the thing it was, it was like, well, that's the other part. Like when I was like, uh, I will always say the same thing. Like uh, all what I learned at the beginning uh, till some point, it was from my coach, like my old coach, because he was like uh, super open with me, like really sharing so many stuff with me. So I learned a lot. And that one, that was one of the best things that I learned from him because he says like, Boulder is the place. Like, if you get there, it's just like amazing to stay there. So I was just like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Till I was here. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's so, amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. So let's back it up just a tiny bit. What did it take for you to get, what did you leave behind in Mexico to come here? Because you were going to come here for what, a few weeks or? I was like, well, then I was. When I start training with Siri, she says like, okay, I'm at that moment, she didn't have any uh, age groupers, no any age group uh, trainings. So just professional athletes. But she says like, I'm, I'm, I see something like in you, like I want to be training uh, your, your coach. We, we can do like a good work together. Let's do it. And if you, you will start remotely and then we will see if you can come after the swim block or the, after like some block training. So we start training and then I didn't really wanted to ask like, hey, can I come now? Can I come now? Can I come now? So I was just like, hey coach, I'm thinking like to do Boulder, Ironman Boulder, what do you think? And maybe do like a, some good block training before Ironman Boulder, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, we will check, like we will see. It sounds like a good plan, but we will see. It sounds amazing. So you're, like, was, you're like, like wait, you're like waiting just, for her to op, like yeah. open the door yeah. for you to come to Boulder. So is that a yes or was it a no? <laughs> I was just maybe? like, I, I was just like at that moment, like okay, I might wait to ask again <laughs> in another way. So then I was, I was just like keep training, keep training, keep training, keep training, and like literally killing myself in every single session, like so bad 
and then I I send her a me an email like saying like hey look I found like this weeks will be would will work uh, will working like what do you think like yeah absolutely come like whenever you want to come no I'm like I'm missing something what well, we went to to San George so I raced there I met her there for first time and we were talking and after the race she says like whenever you want to come to Boulder you're welcome so I came back to Mexico and I was just like yes. really freaking out. I went to my brother and I said, she says like, whenever I want to go, like I can go now, <laughs> like, like tomorrow, like no more, doesn't matter. So he was just like, okay, okay. He's, he's been always like that. I mean, always like super excited. And he's always like, mm, okay. And how are you going to pay? And okay. And so he's like the more realistic side. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, okay, let's find a way like to, to make it work. And you, you can go like, let's do it. So I, I was starting like doing it. So then I sent to see like, okay, this is my plan. This is the Ironman. Then after that, I can do this race and blah, blah, blah. And she says like, okay, Troy, you can come just till this part of the year. Cause after that part of the year, I have my, my Kona squad. Um, the Kona squad is just like not age groupers allowed. So just till that time you can stay in Boulder. Otherwise I cannot be like, really paying attention on your session or what you're training or what you're doing. So I I came here just with the plan for Ironman Boulder. It was like six weeks, I think. I was training here and before Ironman Boulder, she told me like, okay, I want you to stay longer. Like, I think you are doing a great fit on the team and we are like, we are having like a really good block of training and so, she's feeling it she's seeing you interact with the team yeah. she's feeling the energy she's feeling what you're bringing to the team like that's that's yeah, so big exactly so i was and i was really feeling like you you usually feel like you can really know like when you belong belong to somewhere or not like like sometimes you try too hard to really belong to where you're not and mm-hmm. you just have like different signs where you are not reading or not paying attention and you don't get it so i was just like at the moment I was just like, okay, I'll find a way. So I was like, I told you before, I was just calling like to people that I was that he was supporting me in Mexico. Like I have to stay longer. She sent me an email, like this big email saying like, I want you to stay longer. So I did that. Um, I, I don't know how, but I found a way. And so I stood, you're, you're needing to pay rent here. Yeah. You're needing food, 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 race registration, everything. <laughs> yeah. So who, who was stepping up to, who's stepping up to support you in this? Oh, like I had like two, like two big, uh, two big peoples that they were just like saying like, just try, go for it. Like I'll even one, I remember perfectly one of them. It's a, it's a good friend from Tehuacan. He's Nisim. Um, he says like, you don't worry for the, for the business side. I w- I'll, do, I'll do the business side. Like, I, I'll check that. Like, you just go for training. You just keep training. And this so. is your friend that you're, you have a business with. Is that who you're talking no, about? No, he's oh. just my, he's just a good friend that he says like, when I first qualified to Kona, he knew that I was qualifying. He also does uh, triathlon. So that he just come close and he says like, I want to support. Like, oh, so how, he, when he says how, business, he's talking about the yeah, registration yeah, yeah, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I want a friend like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like, I feel like really lucky with that. And there you was like... so uh, blessed. But you're pursuing all these opportunities, risking everything yeah. all the time. And, and you don't know what's going to be on the other side. I think that you, like, without knowing you are calling it. Like, like you, like... 
whenever I like at that mo- at this moment even like sometimes it's hard for me like knowing like what I'm gonna do like uh, like financially stuff like for all athletes it's hard you know like but I was like when you are like in the middle of the way like in the middle of professional triathlon or in the middle of really working like it's just like what I'm gonna do like in that middle part it's just like still hard but I don't really worry at the moment because I know that it, by working hard, it's just like calling it to, to happen by some other ways. But yeah, at that moment, this guy says that. And, and there's another lady that he, she was a marathon runner from my city. So she was like, when she knew that I was training, um, it's like a quite of important part because my family, well, I'm not meaning like my mother or my father or my sister and my brothers in like my other part of the family. They didn't understand what I was doing. Like in Mexico, it's not that common to be like athlete. Mm. So people think that you are just chilling around in between sessions or <laughs> like uh, like traveling a lot, racing whatever you want, living like we say always living the life. So we I like some of my family came to this lady and says like I don't know when Troy is gonna like sit down and start working and doing stuff or like doing something for his life so thank god this lady says like what what do you mean like i think troy is doing like the right stuff like you know how how hard he works you know how hard he's training you know like how much determination he needs to go like out of racing like blah blah like all the right stuff on the right side of the sport so he then these ladies get like click she says like i want to support troy so she calls me and she says like what do you need like i i want to support you so it was like everything came in the right way at the right moment like because this lady was after ironman uh, after after kona when i was just signing the contract with siri so at that moment i was just like where i'm gonna get like all the money to support all this and what i'm gonna do so she called me like two days after that so it was just like, Jesus, this is not happening. Like that, that moment when you get like really goosebumps and you're just like, <gasps> you're like, even I think about it now and it's just like, I don't really realize like how that, how is that possible? You know, like it's just like 1 million percent opportunities to happen. So that, that, it, that, that's, that's how life works. Like, and we're, we're living a very, so we're taking a lot of risks in our life right now and you know there's just a lot of unknown in our life and and when we enter in a, into a scenario that feels so right in our heart and feels so aligned with what we're supposed to do but makes no sense and we say how are we even going to be how how is this going to happen yeah <laughs> it's almost like now when i face that kind of scenario i'm like I worry about it less because I know that because I've seen the miraculous ways that life works. Exactly. When you're moving down that path, you're supposed to move down. Like when you're following that deep burning desire in your heart, you know, like triathlon fulfills you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, could you, could you imagine, like, does anything else make sense to you right now to do? 
with your with your life right now does anything not really. else make sense no like uh then there's no question like no really uh i will say like uh, well i want to do a long course and short uh, middle course so that i'm i'm 25 but that's still traveling yeah but yeah. I, like well but I, what i mean like i i know it's hard like at the moment it's hard like to think like uh being like winning you know like to say like that there's another option but um but that will come but yeah exactly. you've already won like you've won you've won in your age group you've won your age group so that shows you that you've got the win you've got the win yeah but it's, <laughs> you're just going to you're just like you keep doing you're just going to keep taking it to the next level yeah exactly but you're like already every day working like, on that you're already a, a winning competitor you are yeah and rather than that i feel like um like I follow some like I it's one of my superheroes athlete. I don't know if you know Killian Hornet. Um, oh yeah. So uh, I know this guy by my old coach because he showed it to me. She, he gave me uh, uh, his book, so I start reading about him. He's so unbelievable. Then, then I start uh, following him, but I I really appreciate how he looks like at the sport or like every scenario of like. The sport life, you know. How would you sum it up? How he looks at it. So that's what I like. What that's what I was gonna say. I feel like I'm winning already. Is if it's not like even racing, you know, I'm winning already to be able to stay here. Like I'm winning already to be training with City. Like it was like a dreaming stuff. Like you don't even realize. Like at that moment when I was starting, like training with my team in Mexico, I was just like, oh, rainy. Oh, Crowey, uh, or like whoever's like athletes you want to mention, like all big pictures. And now I'm here, like training around with them or being with them, like knowing them. It's just like, that's like a huge improvement for me. Like saying like, okay, I'm, I'm getting closer. Like I, I can't feel it. So that's like a big winning for me. But you have to keep, not. you have to, what, what the difference between you and so many people are is that you you keep looking at whatever that next step is and then you take it. Like you emailed Brett Sutton, you emailed oh, yeah. Siri Lindley. Like you took that next step. Like you yeah. have to, you know how many people would have like made, written the draft and then, oh no, they're never going to come get back, back to it later. And then they just sh yeah. shut that part off. Yeah. But that's what keeps getting even, you to even the like next a, level. I, I think about it and I say like, what I was thinking, like, you know, it's just like, why don't... Did you ever get a reply from Brett Sutton? No, not really. <laughs> That's okay. What you weren't yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to... meant to be. But uh, yeah, exactly. And then, then I was just like... It's kind of like, right? Yeah, Is there yeah. a little bit of like yeah. a... Whoo? <laughs> not yeah. that series, no joke, please. I was just I like... Imagine. But I was looking on it and then I started reading more about them, like both after that I sent the emails. And I was just like, mm, no, I'm not sure about Brett. Mm -hmm. I, I like... When I started like seeing how I was like more philosophy in the bar of training mm -hmm. for, for like personalities, I was saying like at the moment I say like I feel like I really I have a good fit with Siri and I don't feel like training with Brett. I think Siri from from my my perspective combines that hardcore like and and we'll talk about your first day showing up at the pool <laughs> but that hardcore like do not fool around do not waste my time but she cares about you deeply yeah she's just like really really uh hello hi. how are you this is <laughs> just doing a little interview in your house i'm just you. <laughs> it's beautiful here oh, well, thank you. yeah <laughs> yeah i hear that but i think it was uh, 
uh, we couldn't tell. Carly took a picture of it because I have never. We had a rattlesnake once on our driveway, but they look a lot like bull snakes. So yeah. Was it a rattler? Well, she said it either. It doesn't look like. at me, but she was so freaked out because she almost stepped on it, and Ooh. it was over here by the fence. So. Hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll watch our step when we head out. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. Okay. So you come here and uh, you want to tell us about the first day at the pool? <laughs> or did you have anything more to say about what I was saying about Siri? Uh, well, I, I think like it's, I feel like it's pretty important both sides. So like, like you said, she's like really, she makes you feel like really comfortable where you're staying, like, like really where you belong training in here she gives you like all the support but she has like that straight line in between like relations in between like coach and friend so that's like the huge more important part for me like she's like you can know like she's the boss no yeah mm. so that's how we we joke about like she's in charge she's the boss like you do whatever she says. Yeah, but so, isn't it great? Like, you don't have you to don't, be the boss. You don't have to think about that. Like, you don't have to ask, and right. you don't have to worry, like, what, what is for? But you just do it. Probably so, best if yeah. you don't ask. <laughs> yeah, it's better when you don't ask sometimes. <laughs> but the thing is, like, but at some moment, she makes you feel comfortable at the same moment, like, at the same moment. But, like, when she wants to be, like, really hard on trainings, like, she knows how to go. It's like, you go now, 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 now. So she has, like, this really good quality to make mm. things working on that way. Like I told you, like, like the first, she was like, at the night before, that, the night that I arrived, she texts me like, oh, Troy, we are so happy to have you here. So glad, like, thanks for coming. Amazing, blah, like, so excited about it. And I was just like, yes, I'm so excited for tomorrow. So then I fell asleep, like, like texting, I fell asleep. From, from traveling, from building my bag when I arrived, putting all my clothes in, in my house, like everything. So I fell asleep. And then I was staying with Ivan Nogorman, so I, I just hear on my door, like, I was just, when I wake up and I was just like, what is that? Like, I didn't even, like, when you fall asleep, like, so bad and you don't really yeah. realize, like, where you are and you don't get, like, You're at like, once. where am I? Yeah. I woke up yesterday yeah, in I was Mexico. just like, oh, what, what is going on? Like, and then I, I started listening to Ivan, you know him, and he's, he was just like, Come on, little princess, wake up. <laughs> and I was, you are going to be late. And I was just like, what? So I opened the door. I get dressed like so fast, get my suit, like quickly out of the house. And he was like, here is your coffee. Come on, man. Like, let's get out. So he drove all the way to rally sports, like super fast. <laughs> I jumped into the pool, like to the gate, like uh, to get it to the pool. Mm -hmm. So, and then I, the first thing that I saw was he yelling to me like, with her finger like you are late blah 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 we say like eight o'clock you have to show up 10 minutes before and i was just like oh shit sorry so that was my first day and that was that never happened again did she let you swim or did you get oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she says like get in the pool now yeah like and don't also look at also me. <laughs> rini and ellie was getting into the pool like at that moment so she was like quite angry with me and quite angry with them. So she was like, you two are late also. Come on now. Like, you were like, get. Right, well, and I was just like, Rennie's doing it too. And I, and I was just like, it's not, I'm not the only one. So it was quite like, but at that moment I knew like how things are like, it was Set like the tone. My right? first day, I knew how things will roll in here. Like you show up in time, you have like all your stuff together to know what you have to train. Like, 
you are not showing to the pool like saying like okay pool boy band and then she says like where's your pool like there's they, they will never happen <laughs> right like eight o'clock is you're in the pool swimming at eight o'clock eight o'clock like eight oh oh first stroke and this keeps you honest with your commitment as well like you know where she stands yeah and now you know where you stand too you you sign that contract you're committed like you need to show up at eight. Yes. Like, it's just not a time. Like you've got a personal commitment to this yeah, as exactly. well as she does. So it sort of keeps you honest as well. Yeah, that's that's what I always say. Is like, if you like, it's like, I feel like it's in any relationships. Like you, you, you give and you take like what you give. Like yeah. it's coming like mm -hmm. both ways relationship. Yeah, are you really all in? And that's a time when you can think back to that final question on the yeah. survey. Like, are you 99.9%, you, you all in? You know, it's you like, like I say to my brother and some people in Mexico, like they are like, it, it doesn't, I quite makes fun at some points because they say like, oh, what are you doing now? Drinking tea with the ladies or like, or like, like, what are you up to? Like my friends text me like, like if you are busy or hey, Mr. President, can you replay it now to us? Or like, <laughs> like that's that kind of jokes. And It makes me, like, I make fun of it now, but I wish they could see, like, how hard we work in each, every single session. Like, how hard it is, like, come back from brick morning, then go to swim at the afternoon, and then go to gym after the, the swim, and then come back home, cook, sleep. Like, it's, I mean, like, there's always harder way to believe, to be living, but it's, like, every single day have your... 1 million percent in every single session so and there's that a lot of sacrifice so you're training like a pro yeah so give us when i share with us like a killer day yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard that is, so you uh, start you drink like you put the water on for it. the tea yeah <laughs> you invite the ladies over yeah, yeah. give us a killer it's, give us a the killer hardest part series. is when they are late i hate it <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much like Siri <laughs> in that way. No, well, um, well, uh, Tuesday are really hard for us. T Tuesday are hard and Thursday swimming are just awful, like super hard. All right, dig in. So, What is it? so we start like um, Tuesday, we always start like around 7 or 6 a.m. riding and then we do like a hard ride. Like, I don't know, we go to all stages loops or like heel reps in all stage then come back to like some legs to do some reps on the back like running but with tt hard before the running and then super hard run and after that we have like maybe we finish like around 10 like from 6 to 10 or 9 30 to 10 so then we have like this little break to 10 to to 1 30 which is like just to recover it or get ready for because at 1 30 p.m we have a swim like a long swim but like quite a strong swim long strong swim like maybe 5k or 550 like something in between four and five um then after that we jump in the gym with erin like uh, for an hour for 45 minutes so it's from 6 6 6:30 a.m till around 3 330 p.m like training full day so it's just like after that you are pretty much done so it's or Tuesday you have like 6k swimming in the in the in the pool and then after that you have like three hours ride 
So it's just like, it's not that easy to get into like in, and sometimes you have like these rights that they are by yourself and it gets just like harder to go out, you know? And she'll say like, you're riding this by yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like she will show us at all the pool sessions. That's some things that, that I'm just like absolutely at first grateful for that because she gives like so much good energy at the pool because otherwise it'll be just like horrible experience for us. Like when she's away for some reason, we are all swimming good. Like everything keeps working at the at the way that it has to be. But sometimes we are just like, oh my gosh, when is this going to end? Like it's so hard, like so long. Like, I don't know. Like we always say that. So when she's out there, she's always like, so much good energy around like screaming like come on we got this like get in time like on the top like uh, like always like pushing you so mm-hmm. i always say like that's amazing because whenever i'm swimming at home by myself it's just like so bad so when you came here last time have you gone home yet Last year I came here on June then I came I went back home after Kona and then when did you come back? I came back on April 18. April. And then how long are you staying? Do you know? I hope till Kona time. Yeah. That's the goal. Nice. Yeah. And what is your, after days like this, what is your, and you're still young, so you've got this super resilient body, by the way. I've got 20 years on you, so things are going to change. But <laughs> what does your recovery look like now? And how is Siri on recovery? Is she kind of pushing you, does she push you guys on recovery or leave it up to you? Or um, We have like, Super hard days, super easy days. Yeah. During the weeks. So um, important. Whoever takes that super easy days harder than they should, next day we will know who who did it. Because <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the session we will struggle in somebody. So else. she's taking care of like your active recovery. Yeah. But then when you come back here, do you do any like self-care on your body or ice baths? Or uh, yeah, like I, I do like um, whenever I'm getting closer to my races, I get like... Four weeks out, start doing like one one massage a week. Oh, who do you get massage from here? Uh, Byron Thomas. You know him? I don't know. I used to be a massage therapist here. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah. Byron Thomas, he, although it does sound familiar. He's. He, I, I just love how he There's works. There's so, so many. So many good resources here. Good therapists. Yeah, I hear town. that all the time. Like so many like good yeah. guys around. If Byron decides to move, it's okay. You'll find somebody <laughs> else amazing. Yeah. He's really good. Like, yeah. I, I, like I, last year I started working with him and I really like it. Very like, cool. Good. So we, I do like whenever I'm getting into the race, four weeks out, I start doing like one week, one uh, once a week. Yep. Um, after like after hard sessions, I try to jump into the boots, like normal tech boot, boots, like uh, mm-hmm. for forty minutes before like the next session, like mm-hmm. in between session, and and sometimes it depends on how hard was the se- the second session, but before bed I do again like. 30 minutes more or 40 minutes more mm-hmm. again. Um, then, like, sometimes I'll do Epsom salt, but at some moment, like, it depends, like, how I'm feeling. I try to not do it too often, but because uh, uh, I feel like then I just start doing it, like, every night, you know? Because <laughs> they feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just trying to be, like, aware from that. <laughs> how, about, how about nutrition? What's your nutrition like? Uh, well, I, I feel like that's another thing that I feel really lucky on it. Like, um, I when I started training with the team, I was struggling with my nutrition so bad. Like, I had like 
I visit like six different nutritionists in Mexico and they were always like, they got me like more skinny or... Were they sports nutritionists? Or yeah, they, they like were. Okay. No, they were like sports nutritionists okay. and, that, and they were just like, but I think they don't really know what is an Ironman or 7.3. So that's the difference. So they were just like, oh yeah, one gel on the bike. And then, yeah, well, one during the run and you'll be fine. And I was just like, oh, this guy doesn't really know. So... <laughs> So then I was trying and I was feeling so bad on the races, like maybe after the half, the 10K on the run, I was just like exploring like energy low and like muscularly. I never cramp, like never before in my life, not even once. So I never had that experience, but sometimes I feel like my legs muscularly are just so tired during racing. Like so many reasons that I was new in that it wasn't the right, the right nutrition. So I was, I get with this lady who's now my sponsor. She started sponsoring me because she was just like, I'll support you, like, no worries. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just like some dealing stuff. It was just like, I'll support you. So she's been supporting me now three years. So she works on my nutrition. I have like, for recovery day, like how it looks my menu for yeah. one recovery day, like two to four hours uh, ride workout during the day total. This is your food. After four to seven hours, this is your food. So that's how we do it. And well, like all my supplements and everything, she 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 pays for it and she helps me with that. So. I'm no, I know that I'm taking the stuff that I need and mm. not any more or any less. Cause and is she a local person here? No, she's she's from Brazil. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, her name is Jul- Julia. Julia yeah. Nunes. Um, she's from Brazil, but she lives in Puebla. She, okay. star- she was uh, like uh, Olympic. Um, she was working with drawing with the Olympic okay. team. She was part of the Olympic team. So she really knows like what is like endurance elite athlete. So like on a really hard day, what would be an example of what you For eat? food? Yeah, because we've got we've got people who are vegan, we've got people who are like low carb, high carb, you know. So what do yeah. you eat? You don't eat beef? I've been hearing so many like so many things that t- t- <laughs> so people think like yeah. I don't know, like I know what it works for me, but I don't know like when I start hearing like people cut proteins or just loading more carbs or I don't know like what they do. But like, for example, for the Tuesday that it's a long day, like in between four or six hours workout total, I'll just get out of the bed like ginger, curcum, um, pepper, cayenne shot with lime uh, with like a full shot of lime. Um, my coffee with all coconut oil, um, some protein uh, powder with because it's vanilla protein powder. So I just put my protein powder in my coffee, like express double shots espresso. So I, that's how I get out. Going. I know my poor BJ. He's he's off caffeine right she now, so I know he's like really drooling. Yeah, so oh shit! So good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first thing that you have to do, like to come back, you have to buy the protein powder of ban- of vanilla. <laughs> With uh, I do it with uh, almond bo- almond milk. milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like just quickly shake it. So I just put it in my, into my two shots of coffee. That sounds kind of good. It's really good, like coconut oil also. So mm. yeah, and so, that will sustain you for yeah. So I do that, like that, and then I just take like maybe like one slice of bread with almond butter or peanut butter, or if I'm just not feeling like that. 
sweet at the moment i just be, put like some uh jam on or whatever so i go out for the ride and during the ride people well siri rini and who else was making jokes last year i don't know who was but it's, they were made ah, rebecca also rebecca and rini and Siri were making jokes about my nutrition during the bike because i've just always take like these little baby foods Mm-hmm. with me so i keep eating those during my long rides and some sea bars they like were from, picking on you from, a little bit from from from, <laughs> from cliff bar so i was oh, uh, yeah, the z bar yeah yes yeah. so like the c bar i get like maybe for the right like one with protein and the other one just like like come like the regular one and the the i don't know how what is the name like the punch of this one like yeah the, like the little pouches yeah yeah the baby food the baby food but i, I do it like the veggies one like yeah. what's, uh, what's the spinach kale okay. mango and mm. some other things is so, that from cliff too or is that no. i just buy like regular like you go down whatever the is aisle, on the sale <laughs> you, go the, you go to the supermarket you're like i gotta buy some baby food yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah i was getting the my, diapers but I'll yeah take the food. yeah i need this so i get like if you see my nutrition for long rides it's like all baby food because it's sea bars for kids like and then the pouches and it's just like okay but it works for you this is the whole thing it like, works for you absolutely fine but yeah. the curious the thing that i what i'm thinking like if it's good for baby stomach stomach so which is it'll be good for you like six hours ride or if you are going like on an it's effort really in, yeah it's a really interesting way to look at it it's so totally i say true. like okay so i started like maybe i take two of those for long rides or whatever and then well for drinks i just take like whatever i like like for uh like it doesn't matter like electro- electrolyte like yeah. i'm not like picky with that i can yeah. go whatever like um, if it's like really, really hard session, I'll be drinking or taking um, some gels, like in the middle of the session where I go, it'll be like way harder or I take... So something that you can absorb really quick. Yeah, I yeah. can absorb really quick or you have caffeine or also some good amino acids on or some extra salts. Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking it for that moment. I'm taking it more for the recovery, like to have more for my body to get like the recovery faster on the way, like not yeah. like maybe preventing some other. Yeah, don't put yourself in a hole. Yeah, and then, and then try then to reco- take it out. Right. Yeah. So. During the session, start the recovery process already. Yeah. yeah. What What about on the run? Because I know a lot of people get that that fa- stum- that box st- feeling. Yeah, <laughs> like your stomach is up and down and if you're doing like a, let's just say, you know, 8 to 10k like hard like session, are you taking anything um in on the run, in the run I yeah. I keep my like serious impressed cuz I get the gels like without problem. I don't need water to take to pass them. Like just take them. So on the run I just take like a couple of gels with me, like two or three gels. If it's a hard run, mm-hmm. like in intervals run yeah. or like really hard run. If it's not a hard run, I'll just take like one of the baby foods. That's all. Because that will take me like three sips. So it'll be like if I do it like every 15 minutes, it'll be like maybe 45 minutes run mm-hmm. or like maybe longer. Because if it's longer, if it's easier, I'll just be eating like maybe 20, 25 minutes along. So that's what I do on the run. Um, well, then I come back from training. I have like a really good breakfast uh, with protein shake and recovery shake. Um, What's in your shake? I put like berries, like mix of berries, um, almond milk, um, sometimes banana, and just protein powder. 
and that's it. Like mm. uh, I do like the shake. I'm well now. I'm taking like a green juice. Like I put like apple, peach, um, spinach, and uh, lime on it. Like yeah. both of them. Those shakes, and then just like couple of eggs with toast, and that's all for breakfast. Then go for gym. Back from the gym, another protein shakes in between, like the sessions after the swimming and before after the the training session. Pretty much, I feel like I survive with the protein powder a lot. So, when do you have your first real meal? Like, like, like you're actually having like a like a big like a sit down. That one in the in the breakfast, like uh, okay, the couple of eggs and and the toast with avocado and just mm. like some ham or turkey or whatever, okay. like. Yeah, I do that. Like, that's the big one. And then coming back from the gym, I have another one before bed. Like, that's something little tricky for me because now I have, like, someone's at, like, maybe my my dinner at 6 or 7. And I have to eat again at 9 before bed because otherwise I'll wake up, like, 3 a.m. so hungry. So I have to be, like, sometimes I just get quesadillas before bed and that's it. Yes, it is. Yeah, because he is and like um well this big thing that my my nutritionist changed this year and it's just like I found it amazing. She gave me like this uh shake before bed. Like um it doesn't sound good, but it's good. It's a half avocado, um half banana, almond milk, and protein powder. And that gets me like the next day I feel like amazing in, in the training. So if I know that I have a long day on the next day, I will get that on the night, on, in the night. That sounds like actually like, pretty good yeah, to me. Yeah, I think that I, sounds pretty good. And what kind of, you're doing a lot of protein. So what kind of protein powder are you using? I use just like regular gold standard. It's just that one. I feel like it's pretty good, like um, good amino acids. Mm-hmm. And I think it has glutamine also mm-hmm. so it's it it works really good like because i i was taking uh, muscle milk mm-hmm. but it's i was starting to getting like way more muscles so i didn't like it at all <laughs> <laughs> so because i was That'll feeling, definitely affect your swimming yeah for sure <laughs> I was getting way they're more. running there's not running. i love yeah. that there's not a lot of guys out there that say that i was getting way more muscles and i didn't like that yeah, like, well, I, I don't I feel like I'm just really, I'm 57 kilograms, so it's just like, I'm too light, so I can't really notice when I'm just, like, having extra weight, so yeah. I, I, I've been learning to, to read my body, and I know, like, when I'm feeling like, so I, that happened when I was taking that, that protein maybe has, like, more, more substance, that yeah. some, I don't know. Yeah, well, with the muscle milk... I don't know what's in the protein powder you're taking, but it's got in in the milk, in the dairy protein, you're getting that IGF-1, the growth, growth factor, hormone. the growth factor hormone. And that will, I mean, that will make you grow pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's not necessarily all that great for your body. No, so like for tonight, we're doing an Olympic tomorrow. Yeah, all three <laughs> yeah, of us. We're going to be on the race course yeah. together. Yeah. Cool. Fired up. Yeah, that's this amazing. This is like one of like, our favorite I'm races. so excited. When we used yeah. to live here, it's really fun. And, you know, you get old stage in there. So what's better than that? You know, three miles mm. into the... Just just that you cannot go, go faster going downhill. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, the speed, speed limit. limit. Yeah. We used to race it when there wasn't a speed limit. Then that girl got hit by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some girl got Coming hit by down. a bear. <laughs> so now there's a speed limit. Jesus. Yeah, 35 miles an hour. 
But it's okay. Everybody's going to have to go that speed. I mean, I'm yeah. fine at 35. You're probably, you could probably bomb at 50. What's, uh, your, what's your tell? Are you, are, do you like to go fast? I'm, I don't know. Like going downhill, <laughs> I'm not that good descending. No. Like it's fine. But I, I feel like it'll be like holding on for a bit, you know? Yeah, no. yeah. But it's okay. Cause but it's just, it's just old stage, it's right? It's just that short it's, stretch okay. down the hill. It's and just a little it'll stretch. It'll say end and you okay, can let it Okay, when you hit left hand, you're fine. You're yeah, fine. you're, you're hauled, free. Yeah, you f- yeah exactly. Just watch out, for the, watch out for the bears. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then Nelson, I heard Nelson Rhodes newly paved. You just went and rode oh, yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's yeah. going to be yeah. a million times faster than it nor- already is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It'll be a good time tomorrow. Uh, nice and hot yeah. on the run. So, like, tonight, g- leading up to an Olympic tomorrow, it's going to be a big effort. Like, you're going to put out a hard effort, but it's yes. not going to be a long time. So Yeah, would you, that's what are, Siri says. She, she was just like, why are you nervous? And I was just like, because <laughs> it's going to be so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so what were, your, fine. what were your dinner look like tonight? Yeah, what were your dinner look like tonight? I don't know. I might just go get pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and pizza and some good veggies. I, I always have to be like eating veggies. Like it doesn't matter if I eat it, like pizza, quesadillas, hamburger, like whatever I want. But I always have to be like big portion of veggies. Like always, oh. always, always. It's so it's it, we get so many questions about nutrition, and so we always like to ask our guests um, when we have athletes on, and it just every nobody has ever said the same exact thing. You know, some people stay away from veggies, like leading up to Ironman, we usually stay away from veggies, you know, in the, in the couple of days before, but like you have them the night before. So it's just so different and you got to find out what works for you. Yeah. And you've seen the other side of it. You've seen nutrition that doesn't work. Yeah. I, I've and seen so that. Weight. And it's just like, like, for example, carb love from pasta. It's just like, I find it like, it's just way too old school now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't so work for you, you can just get that, get those really good carb loadings with some other stuff like yeah. not necessary pasta so you can just go from sweet potato or like yeah. finding those right other carbs that it'll be just like way more substantious for your for your going so right. i think i'm gonna go sweet potatoes tonight yeah, yeah. sweet potato is just amazing <laughs> yeah, i love them like, sweet potato like, pasta too <laughs> oh, yeah that would be good yeah all right well i think we should probably get wrapping it up here do you have any more questions bj yeah i so just want to so what do you what's your expectations for tomorrow because this is your first oh, olympic yeah. this is boulder peak which is a an epic classic race here in boulder colorado like thank you i'm not nervous now. <laughs> oh, okay. let me add to it it's gonna be super competitive it's yeah gonna be competitive. <laughs> but you know what it's gonna be so much fun because like you said you're gonna see those faces out there like, yeah there's gonna be lots of pros out there even spectating you're gonna yeah. see them you're going to see the devil up on old stage, like cheering people on. So what do you think about tomorrow? What do you, what, what, what's going through your mind? I, I don't re- like people always tell me like, um, my friends always say like, okay, I'm going to hit these numbers. I'm going to de- de- do this or this yeah. is my plan on the swim. But I never done it before. Like not even in my first race. Like I never say like, okay, I, I think I, my time will be this. But for tomorrow, it's the same thing. Like, no really big expectations at all. Um, i just going to try. Like, I'm really scared of the swim. Like I said before, like, I know it's going to be, like, really hard swim because it's just, like, Olympic distance swim. So you don't hold anything back in there. So I ju- I'll be just, like, really trying to get, like, as long, stay as long as I can with whoever sits on the front, like, in the swim and then just, just give one million percent on the bike and on the run. But... 
not big expectations. I know it's gonna hurt, like it's gonna be like a big, big day, because it's uh especially after like this big block of training. Like I, I like I don't know, like I've been training like for maybe six weeks, like really full training. So I feel like it's just like it it needs to be tomorrow, like the day just to smash mm -hmm. it, you know? Like I need to do it, like because after that I'll be racing uh Ironman Santa Rosa. Oh, which is we're going to be oh, there. Oh, we're going to be there. I'm doing it. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. That's great. <laughs> oh, how cool. Yeah, Very so cool. I'm racing that. So I know that it's, this is like an important part of the training. So and I don't, I'm not the guy who says like, oh, I'm racing because I'm training because yeah. whatever. Right, you are right. racing. It's, whatever, a it's a training day. Whatever. You are racing. It's like, a, yeah. matter, when you get out there, that, yeah. that gun goes you off. Are like. Exactly the same reason <laughs> that we all are here. It doesn't matter if it's training for you, but we are all racing. Right. So. Oh, I'm so glad you're going to be in. I can't, I'm not racing. BJ's racing, but I can't Amazing. wait to cheer That's you great. on. Yeah, I'll be there be for great. you. Yeah. And uh, what else do you have on the list this year? Um, well, I'm going to Chattanooga after. 70.3 yeah, Worlds. Yeah, 7.3 mm -hmm. Worlds. And that's it for so far. Yeah, cool. after Santa Rosa. We'll see if there's an October yeah. race after Santa Rosa. I hope so. that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, it's a fast course, Santa Rosa. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we can. <laughs> you can. We because we did the seventy point three. Oh, in really? May. So ago, yeah. if you have any questions about the course, yeah, like the run, I hear that it's rolling, but it's really cool. Oh, I wouldn't even say it's the, rolling. It's, I wouldn't even say it's rolling. It's flat. On the bike, it's also... Bike is rolling. Bike is rolling. That's good. That's yeah. better But it's a me. net downhill. You're coming downhill. It's fast. Pretty much. Oh, shit. From the lake. That's bad for me. <laughs> 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 like, downhill for me, it's the worst thing. Like, uh, two times in Kona, I was climbing heavy, like, insane. Like, going up, like, passing everybody. Yeah, there's oh. not, there's not going to be a lot of climb. There's a, a little climb at the beginning of... Santa Rosa, like within the first 10, 15 miles, but it's, no. And if you like climbing, you, you got to check out Placid. Oh, Lake Placid. <laughs> Lake Placid. I was going to do that, but it was closed. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would love that race. Yeah, yeah. the register was. Santa Rosa, it's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. Yeah, we yeah. can't wait. We cheer yeah. you awesome. So Amazing. there's something that I'm picking up about you, which it just seems to be built into you, that you are somebody who can like kind of be right where you are. Yeah. Like, and there's so many people who are in the future and they're worrying about, you know, they're predicting their times and then they're worrying about their times. And, and, um, what do you think it is that would be like, what could they do that would be helpful for them to be a little more in the present moment? Well, I, I will say like, I don't know if it sounds like an advice, but I will say like, I just like to stay where I'm staying at that moment, like really taking like 1 million percent of what I'm living in that moment. Why you will say like, I don't know what I'm going to live tomorrow or how will be like uh, in there, like if we take it for a triathlon, how I'm going to be feeling in the run if I'm strolling in the bike, like it doesn't matter, like just keep enjoying the ride at like all the way of the sense, like keep enjoying the ride and just staying in the moment, like right in there because otherwise you will be ahead and then you will say like oh shit that happened or oh i didn't even realize that it was there or uh, like you don't like because you are thinking too much of what's gonna happen and you don't even really realize like how much you you have in that moment or how much how much fun you are having at that moment or like so many different ways that you can see it so i will say that just 
keep enjoying that part like there's no pressure you know there's no pressure in the moment i totally agree with or, that or in the future yeah also yeah unless you, yeah and even when the future comes it happens right now yeah and sometimes <laughs> like well for me I, it's been like i have like some bad situations before that where i'm being like and i say like oh shit i was like it was amazing at that moment or it was really good at that moment and you don't really realize so you say like because i was so focused in this moment and it's not that great yeah so, yeah. yeah to to be in the future so much or in the opposite direction like carrying around the past with you it's what bad. happens is you miss your life yeah and sometimes when you start thinking about the future like um, I have this, the, the sister of my mother, she always says to me, like when I was talking to her, she was like, always big expectations are taking you to the big, um, like how you say when you say like, oh, it wasn't like I expected, like, mm. yeah, yeah, like it, it, having big, was she saying like having big expectations when the moment comes, it's never as good as you thought it was going to exactly. be. Exactly. So if you are having these big expectations, you will have like a big, big shocking at the moment sometimes. So you just, you just have to let it be like how it goes. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you. Wait, why do we call you Troy if your name's Rodrigo? Because <laughs> uh, I love, I love that name so much more. Because, uh, well, because I was, when I was living in Canada, I, like I said, like, Things happens for a reason. I was coming back to my to Mexico two days after that. I was like in the day that it happens that I met this friend at the bus stop. We were there and he was talking to me like, "Hey, what is your name?" And I said like Rodrigo, and he said like I had my my car presentations for like photography and I give it to him. So my my website for photography is Fotroy, but like P H O T R O Y for Roy which everybody tells me, calls me like that in Mexico before. So he says, like, I'll call you Troy. And I was just like, yeah, it's fine. So everybody in Canada, in Canada started calling me Troy. So then I was just like, okay, I kind of like it. So I just changed, like, everything to Troy. So, yeah, that's how I get, like, Troy. <laughs> well, thank you, Troy. No problem. Or Rodrigo. Yeah, thank you, both of you. <laughs> Old Troy, new Troy. I love it. Awesome. Thank you. That was so great. No. I'm so glad Siri connected us with you. <laughs> there you have it. The story up to now of one of triathlon's top-notch athletes. What a brave dude. The commitment, his belief, his enthusiasm, and his ability to stay in flow is what will have this guy on the podium time and time again. And we are so blessed to know him because now we can send our energy off with him at the starting line and into his future as he continues to live like a master. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave a review. Our goal is 100 reviews by the end of August. Totally reasonable requests based on the number of listens the show is getting every week. But don't wait and rely on someone else to leave their review. Step up and leave yours today. I do that sometimes too. I think, oh, well, they have a lot of followers. Somebody else will do it. And then I give myself a nice old backhand to wake me from my zombie mode. And I realize that that someone is me and that I have a chance to make a difference and support something that has supported me. So thank you in advance for leaving your review today. Other ways to support the show. Don't turn it off yet, you guys. This is super important. 
And yes, we are in full ask mode right now. We're doing the very best to keep this show alive, to give it the life it warrants, but we can't do it without you guys. So the other ways, go to the blog post for this episode on yogitriathlete.com. Super easy to find it under, you guessed it, podcast on the main navigation. Below the blog post, you will see a banner ad for Amazon. Click on that and make your Amazon purchase. It doesn't cost you anything, but it helps to kick back some change our way to finance the show. Use that link every time you purchase from Amazon. And right next to the Amazon banner ad is our Patreon page where you can make a monthly pledge and then you'd never have to think about it again. You can get to Amazon however you want. All right, that's it for this week. We love you guys. We love our guests. We love this podcast and we are keeping all channels open for the future. So stay aboard this wild ride because these conversations help all of us to remain awake and ready for all that life throws our way. And through our awakeness, we are able to steer our ships into the treacherous seas with more grace and skill and mastery. And this, you guys, this is how we create a better world.